1: Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRs, TV, W, X, Y, Z people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else on May have missed, too, the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host Tim Brown coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sunslibertymedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel, the Allah Orange About a hold to the book the Bible. As the authoritative Word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. But if you're listening by way of the radio, you want to watch the uh, video portion of the radio show that's right and see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. There you're going to see two uh, videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from Saturday. So that's two hours worth of Bradley Dean, in case you're interested and you missed that, you want to catch it. You can do so up until 3 o'clock Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little area. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button blow it up on whatever device you got there. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. You can join us in the chat on Rumble. We've got a lot of friends over here uh, in, in the chat. And so good morning to you guys. Good to see you. And while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. It's Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the name of the channel on Rumble. Please subscribe to that. And then also we're over on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page. And I know we have a lot of listeners that uh, that listen to the Sons of Liberty over there because that's where they told me they found us. So we thank Michael and his team for giving us a spot on their platform as well. Back to sonsoflibertymedia.com, right up under where we're streaming live. These are supposed to be ads. I don't know why they're Oh, I know why they're I have an ad blocker on. <laughs> If you scroll down past all the ads there uh, on the right side of the page, there's a place where you can sign up for our email newsletter. That goes out once a day, late afternoon, early evening. And, um, yeah, we appreciate your support in that. Even that's getting blocked. I got a message the other day, so I've got to work on that. Uh, Our our emails are being blocked. Yeah, there are companies out there that just take – uh, because they're coming from our domain, and they're just blocking them to people. So I don't know if you guys have had any of that, but that's they're they're just blocking people, and we're on a list, and then we have to ask their permission to get off the list because they deemed you're not worthy to have your emails delivered to the people who wanted them. It's just it's absolutely ridiculous. In any case, our store is also available. Top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. There's the link, or you can go there directly, thesonsofliberty.squarespace.com. And we are highlighting Bradley's book, All the Profits were Pointing to the Front. That's $10 in our store. All the Profits were Pointing to the Front is uh, the new one we're promoting. Of course, the Soldier of the Cross is still in there. That's also $10. And then we have a bundle package, top of the page of the store uh, for Soldier of the Cross. You can get the book, you can get the shirt of your size, and you can get with the artwork, same artwork as the uh, book, and also one of the dog tags that we have. You see them there. Sons of Liberty, and on the back they say First John 3.18. Um, silver or black, and that starts at $34. So you guys can check that out. All right. <clears throat> a lot of stuff this morning. Let me just let me just cruise through just a couple of things here. I just want to show you. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. These were a couple of things over the weekend. Bradley's latest article from yesterday, The Idolatry of Sports. Those of you who don't understand what he's saying about that, and you get all offended, I, I'm going to tell you, it's probably because you're engaged in it. That's why you're offended. I don't think there's a problem with somebody attending a game or playing in a game or something every once in a while. I don't think that's a problem. But it's the idolatry of it. Go and read what Bradley has to say about that. I mean, the fanaticism that is in sports rivals anything that you see <laughs> in some of the organized religion sects. Okay? Okay. This is just incredible. Uh, we also have Epstein pedophilia network trafficked mom who's demanding justice for her daughter who was medically kidnapped. This was a woman uh, who uh, she had been to Epstein Island. She had been trafficked to you know some famous people that we would know, and uh, then they came and they took her daughter. See, child protective services. Yeah, um, <clears throat> just got her back from what I understand. So you may want to check that out. Uh, this is late. We're going to uh, send her a message. We're going to see if we can get her uh, on the show. Also, how to fake pandemics in four easy steps. And if you remember last week, we mentioned this former Trump Commodity Futures Trading Commission head, uh, Mike Gill. He was shot in this carjacking. Well, he's died now. He was there picking up his wife, he's dead now. Uh, the World Economic Forum intends on rebuilding trust through censorship and surveillance. Yeah, that's how you that's how you build trust. <laughs> You're not open. You you this is you build the trust this way. Oh my goodness. It's it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and, and this is part of these two go together. <clears throat> We're gonna look at these today. Zionist speaker Mike Johnson sells the people out again. I mean, this guy has been in the office for how long? he just continues to sell the people out. And that's what I want to ask this morning. What is the difference between Mike Johnson and Ilhan Omar? I I can't believe you're asking that. Tim, he's a Republican. He's a Christian. He's a conservative. Doesn't look like it to me. And I'm going to let him... I'm going to show you... I'm going to show you from his own record. He's not what he's telling you is. But I'll tell you what. Ilhan... Omar is what she says she is. (laughs) She's subversive to the government. Mike is a devil. That's the difference. He's really deceptive. Ilhan Omar is just what she is, and she tells you, and we're going to let her tell you with her own mouth, and Mike Johnson's going to tell you with what his deeds are. Uh, We could go down the list of, of deeds of Ilhan Omar as well. But here he is. He sells the people out again, this time for Israel. Again, I don't know what's different from Mike Johnson and Ilhan Omar. She's for Somalia. To the tune of $17 billion of your money. Your money, people. Uh, The debt, what you can call it printing money and all this other. The debt of it that's going to be laid is going to be laid not on Israel. It's going to be laid on you and me and our children and our grandchildren. See what bad theology gets you? It gets you supporting an antichrist state, calling it the chosen people of God. That's what Mike Johnson's all about. And then you've got Ilhan Omar. Yet another video surfaces making Ilhan Omar's real allegiance even clearer. We've got other ones that I put out this week. Uh, The staffer who videoed himself and another man engaging in sodomy. Maybe we'll take that up again, go back to what the the, the men who... um, You know, framed the Constitution, and even before those men who had established the colonies, which eventually became the states, and what their laws were regarding sodomy. I mean, these are this is part of our history, guys. Uh, He's not going to be charged. He's not going to be charged, and there's video of it. It's a it's a crime. It's a capital crime. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. We've got others. A Christian veteran reached out to him, too. You probably saw this guy um, went up to the Iowa Capitol in Des Moines and basically beheaded and toppled this satanic Baphomet statue. And now he's being charged with a hate crime. Well, you know what? All crime is the product of hate of God or your neighbor. This is a hatred of evil. And we are called to hate evil and love that which is good. That's what we're supposed to do. And then we got this guy. I forget the guy's name. He just got sentenced to 40 years for leaking Vault 7. Do you guys remember that? That was many years ago. He leaked the Vault 7 files from the Central Intelligence Agency uh, oh, he's a danger to society. But we're not going to lock up anybody from the Central Intelligence Agency who was using the information that was in Vault Seven to go after the people of the United States. No, see, this is what they're doing. They're taking people who would expose what they're doing to us. You know, I don't. I don't know what you should think about Julian Assange personally, or. Edward Snowden, or even this guy, what you should think personally about them. I'm I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the fact that all of those men, whether they have uh, subversive intentions or whether they have good intentions, I know not. What I know is the information they dumped on the people required the people to act against the real criminals, which were not them, it was the CIA. It was the FBI. It was the politicians. And now this guy's going to spend 40 years in a federal prison. Why? Because he told you what they're doing to you and how they're violating the law, the Constitution. He's going to spend that time in jail. I tell you, I, I see the January Sixers, and I, look, I have nothing against the January Sixers. I think they're right. In making their protest, I think they were peaceful. I think they went into their house. That is, that is their house. The Capitol building is their house. They were not disrespectful. They weren't breaking windows like we saw some of the provocateurs. Were those guys in jail? Huh? Were the people shouting out the commands to them? Well, I think they were just right. But I'm going to tell you what the Bible says: to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Now. I'm learning that to a certain extent. I have some learning to do. But think about that a second. Harmless as, or wise as serpents, wise as serpents, wise. Later this week, Lord willing, we're going to have Dr. Lee Merritt on. We're going to talk about, because Dr. Lee, I didn't know this, but she was a, um, she worked in a hospital for, almost two decades near the border. And she was telling me over the weekend about her experience in Arizona. She said, I'm not seeing any of these numbers. of." Le-. She says, you know, she, you see the random number that's always been there of people crossing the border. And she believes that we're being psyoped into that. It's a trauma situation. This is part of mind control. Then you get people going down there. By the way, take a look at this. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to have to open this back up. Um, wherever it went. Well, shoot. Okay, it's in a different browser. Sorry about that. Yes, I use multiple browsers. And I apologize, this is off of Daily Mail. So let me see if I can blow this up because, you know, they put all their trash right on the right... No, nah, I can't do it without just making a mess. They put all their trash on the right side. It's it's like a big, I don't know, mix between a soap opera and, I guess, a porn flick or something. I don't know. it Because of what they show going on. It just has nothing to do with your life, and it's everything that's very sensual in its nature. This is what they're showing is going on down in Texas. Uh, we had our friend Carl, uh, Captain Carl from the American Military, American Militia Freedom Force. I have to keep that all that uh, I was trying to see if he was down at the border. I was thinking he was going, and he said he wasn't. Um, but, you know, Dr. Lee said, I didn't see any of this stuff. She said, I know where the major passes are in Texas where illegals come across, where there's a, a, you know, a lot of traffic that comes across there. And she said, we know this happens, but she said, I wasn't seeing any of this stuff where I was that they were telling us we're having. So she believes that what they're doing is they're bolstering things. And Bradley and I talked about this the other day. I don't know if it was, maybe it was Saturday's show. Uh, we we spent two or three segments talking about that. So if you missed that show, you can catch it. Go to our Rumble channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live, and it'll be the one right up under this, which is Omar and Johnson, What's the Real Difference? Um, I forget what the title was, but uh, we had about a 45-minute conversation over that. And Dr. Lee's going to talk to us about what's going on. But this is from the Daily Mail. Texas truck convoy organizers. look Look at... You can tell the Daily Mail. Now, look... The Daily Mail breaks some stories. They're kind of like the National Enquirer in the fact that they do break some legitimate stories, but sometimes they really do show what their bias is. They want to shame Biden into tackling migrant crisis, are branded worse than Democrats by protesters who were shunned after showing up with anti-gay... What um, What does that have to do with it? Anti-Muslim signs. What does that have to do with... with with the border thing, I, I'm. You, you see, you see how the headline is made to try to make them out to be racist and homophobic and all of this other stuff. Again, you're either for the law, or you're for lawlessness. That's what you are. One way that you can put whatever title on it you want, you can call it Marxism, communism, socialism. You know. You can make letters, LGBTQRSTV, WXYZ. You can do all that stuff, but you're lawless, okay? That's what's going on here. And you can see the Daily Mail's already got it up. And then we have, boy, I wish I could slide this over because I just hate all this stuff on the side. Let's try it one more time. Okay, so maybe that'll work. You get the gist, okay? So they're taking pictures. Okay, people are supporting Trump. I get it, okay? I get it. And they're supporting Trump because they feel like they got ripped off, which they did. You guys did. Here's the problem you're not understanding. Listen to me, all you Trump supporters who think I hate Trump. I don't hate Trump. I point out his lawlessness. I call him to repentance. I don't have to convince you Joe Biden's a bad guy. I've told you this before. You know he's a traitor. You know his crimes. The problem is you won't accept that your guy has committed lawlessness too. But I'm with you on the election fraud. I'm with you on that. This is not a hatred thing. This is an issue of law. That's all it is. It's an issue of law. So we go back over here to Daily Daily Caller, and of course they're trying to make the people who came down there, whether you support Trump or not, I don't know. <clears throat> they're trying to make them look bad. Now, I want you to look. Here's a guy who's a Christian. Repent and believe the gospel. Yay, good. And they got some stuff about, you know, Every real Muslim... And and look, I tend to agree with what the guy says. If you're a Muslim, please don't be... I'm not looking to offend you needlessly, okay? But the texts and the actions of your founder... Or that of a jihadist. It, It is that of a of a real terrorist, a guy trying to establish a people, trying to establish a religion, trying to establish himself, who was a desert nomad, who was a thief, who was a murderer, who was a pedophile. And you know what? On the pedophile issue, none of his apologists, none of the apologists for Islam, can dispute that. It's in the record. It's in the record. Put that up against Jesus Christ, who was the perfect, blameless, spotless Lamb of God given for sinners. It was the demonst- Jesus was a picture of the demonstration of the love of God, contrary to Muhammad, whom they say there's only one true God. That's Allah, and I get it. Allah is used in Arabic for God. I get it, but they use it as a title for him. They use it for his name, Allah. and Muhammad is his prophet. Not Jesus is his prophet and his only begotten son and the savior of all men, the way our forefathers wrote in uh, their declaration there at the Mayflower Compact. Or in the state, not the Mayflower Compact, excuse me. Let me correct that. In some of the state oaths that were to be taken by Christians, and Christians could only hold office then. See, what happens when you remove Christianity from leading the people? I'm talking about real Christianity. I'm talking about real, not organized religion. I'm talking about people following the Lord Jesus Christ. People following the writings of the Scriptures, the laws of God. See what happens when you do that? Here's some more. I mean, this was ridiculous. I I just went through it. Um... You've got this guy. Here's another guy. He's got a Jesus hat on. I don't know if he's a MAGA guy. But many of these people probably are, or people support Donald Trump. But the point is, is they're coming out, and they're putting this stuff out, and then they're being put down. Here's somebody with uh, Clinton Suicide Limo Services. 1-800-SNITCHES-GET-STITCHES. Democrat Cemetery Voter Collector. It's a big white hearse for you guys who are on the radio. Uh, Then we have this one. We've got uh, an old, looks like it's been burned. Clearly not with a laser because the tires are still intact and so are the the uh, the wheels. <laughs> but it's been burned and it says escape hell. Second Peter three nine. Um, I, the message of Christianity is not escape hell. It's to love God and love your neighbor. That's what it is. It isn't escape hell. It's quit hating God and quit hating your neighbor. Stop repent of your sin and turn towards God. That's that's the message. That's what it is. Here's some other ones. The, the, again, some of these were taken at Eagle Pass. Uh, the, the superimposed Trump's head on this stuff. I just, make your message, Americans, without involving political entities here. It's just crazy uh, what these people believe. But you'll see a lot of people gathered down there at Eagle Pass. Um, we got a guy here on a horse. Uh, a lot of media crews out there, and I got to tell you. The more I think about this, and, and look, I have been one to encourage the militia. Now, I didn't even think to bring this up. We're going to have to cover this. Maybe tomorrow. Somebody sent me, some guy up in D.C. has put forth a bill. I know, we're going to get to Ilhan Omar and, and, so, and such in a minute. He put forth a bill to stop the formation of any paramilitary activity, okay? I'm going to have to pull this up because I got it yesterday. I don't want to see why that you guys are lying to me on Facebook. Somebody sent me a message with it, and Facebook wants to tell me how they're smarter than everybody else and they they need to know what's going on. Um, Somebody sent this to me, and, yes, this is it. John, thank you. I don't, is John in the chat? Sons of Liberty Media in chat. Is he in there? Um, I don't think John's up this morning. Maybe he'll get it later. But John sent me this. And then we're going to get to Ohan Omar and Mike Johnson. I know. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, if you will, channeling Bradley here because, <laughs> uh, no, I know channeling's not Christian. I get it. You, I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek. Uh, that we're covering some other things this morning. This is a uh, House Resolution Bill 6981, Preventing Private Paramilitary Activity Act of 2024. I want to ask you, where do you think that's aimed at? Do you think that's aimed at Blackwater? Do you think that's aimed at other paramilitary groups that have defense contracts with the United States federal government? No, that's aimed at you and me. It's to stop the militia. That's exactly what it's aimed at. And we're going to probably, uh, this, was on, this was actually on my mind, and as it was in the shower, it kind of left my mind, and I, I said, Lord, you know, what, what do we need to express this morning? What, what do the people need to hear? Because I don't know. I don't know what the people need to hear. But I know this right here, the very things that I'm telling you are the answers they're attacking. And the answer is you. The answer is not Donald Trump. It's not Joe Biden. It's not Mike Johnson or Ilhan Omar or any of these people, these, uh, these faces that you see up there. It's not them. And it's not the fresh faces they're putting in, uh, uh, Ramaswamy or whatever his name is. It's not him. He's not the answer. You're the answer. You, those of you listening to me, you're the answer. And no, this is not the power of positive thinking. This is the power of you obeying what God said. You are to expose the darkness. You are supposed to bring justice. You are supposed to ensure that, that mercy is given to those to whom it is due. You're, 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 that's the charge to you, not government. In fact, i got to tell you, the more, the more I start looking at man's government, if man is not going to stay right in line with, with the law of God, then man is going to become a beast. He's going to transform his government into a beast. And at every level, even ours, that had a great foundation, what made America great was men desired to obey God. And they desired that their government reflect it, and their families reflect it, and their churches reflect it, and their businesses reflect it, the glory of God. That's, that's what made America great. And it was long, I'm going to tell you, it was long before the Constitution came about, too. Long before the Constitution came about. That's what made America great. Having jobs, a good economy, is not what makes America great. It isn't. It's what keeps it enslaved. Because, as we've learned from several guests we've had on here uh, and other things, you and I are slaves. In this environment, we think we're free. We say we're free. But I want to ask you something. How how long are you working to pay federal taxes if you're paying them? How long are you doing that? How long are you working? What do they say? Three, four months? It may be half a year now to pay taxes. And by the way, your conservatives and your constitutionalists are all for you paying taxes, even if it's a little bit. But where do you see any politician stand up for the people and say, you should not be directly taxed because it is a threat to your life, your liberty, and your pursuit of happiness, or I, and I think they got rid, I'm going to tell you, I think somebody undermined those guys when they put pursuit of happiness in there. Because first they had the pursuit of property. The pursuit of property. Do you own your land? Oh, yeah, Tim, we paid it off. Yeah, you still paying taxes on it? Why are you paying taxes on it if you paid it off? Do you see the enslavement that they've put us in? Now, we got to be smart people. We've got to be wise as serpents, harmless as doves, as I said before. So let's get to this. How can we be doing that if we're double-minded? We can't. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, James says. So let's go to a couple of things here. I, uh, but Some of these we've been over before, okay? So bear with me. This is... You know, I'm not one that just does it day after day, the same thing. But what I want to do is I just kind of want to point out a couple of things. So let's take this issue of the uh, non-reality that has been put before us. It's non-reality TV. That's what you're watching when you're watching, uh, you know, C-SPAN. You're watching non-reality TV because these guys are acting in reality. uh, But what they're doing is they're not following the law. Okay, so here's the latest out of DC the District of Criminals, Organized Crime. Zionist, and he is a Zionist. We've got a picture of him in front of the Zionists of America. Well, what's wrong with Zionists, Tim? We've done shows on this, we've done entire shows on this. Um, and um, I. I all I can tell you is read Ephesians 2, read Galatians 3. In fact, read the whole book of Galatians, but pay attention to Galatians 3, okay? Zionist speaker, he's the house speaker, Mike Johnson sells the people out again. He sold you out again for how much? $17 billion, not million, billion dollars to go to Israel. Well, we love Israel, Tim. we got to support Israel. Man, don't you know what the Bible says? If you don't bless Israel, uh, if you bless Israel, God will bless you. And if he, you curse Israel, God will curse you. Friend, listen to me very carefully. Go read Ephesians 2, go read Galatians 3, and find out who Israel is. In fact, put it with Galatians 6, where Paul specifically aligns the church and the Israel of God. They're the same thing. They're not different. They're not. Israel is not a... Landmass. It is a people group. It is the people who have the faith of Abraham, which is in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's Israel. So if you're attacking real believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, those you know, who are supposed to be Christian, then you are cursing the true Israel. You're cursing them. I got a piece of dust there. You're cursing the true Israel. If you are encouraging and supporting Bible-believing people, whether they're preachers or whether they're just your neighbor, then you are loving and you are blessing Israel. Anything other than that is not what that's saying. Okay? And by the way, when it was put forth, it was put forth to Abraham. I don't think it was ever said to the nation itself. Okay? Okay? 17 billion dollars. There it is right there. Boom. Yep. From Fox News. Speaker Mike Mike Johnson is putting legislation on the house floor next week to give Israel 17.6 billion dollars in emergency funding. I got a question for you. Article 1. Can anybody call in? Let me let me let me let me let me, let me get the phone number here. I'll get it in a second. 803-619-9855. Look, I don't want people coming in the chat and just blasting me with The phone line is open now. Please don't call when the show's over. Please don't text it. I've already sent people messages. Quit doing that stuff. This is a line for the show. It's not my personal thing. I don't read your stuff when you do that. I don't listen to the things. I don't. Because it's for the show. i got enough time I have to balance out anyway. Give us a call. Tell me why I'm wrong. 803-619-9855. But you better reference the Constitution. If you don't reference that or the Bible as to the justification of why you would support this kind of funding going to Israel, $17.6 billion of your money going to Israel, then I don't want to to hear your call. If you can justify it, Article 1, tell, tell me where it is. But here he is, he's going to give him $17.6 billion in emergency funding. The timing is notable given the Senate and White House negotiators are expected to release legislative texts this weekend for a border security compromise in addition to President Biden's $106 billion supplemental funding request for Ukraine, Israel, humanitarian causes and other issues. And you know what? They're going to compromise. We're in our Constitution. Are we to be involved in humanitarian causes as a government? And other issues, or sending even more money uh, to Ukraine than we are Israel, see see here 's the thing: look at what 's going on. Mike Johnson wants to give seventeen point six billion dollars to israel it 's unconstitutional. Why does he do that? i 'll tell you why he does it. He does it because of bad theology, bad theology. Why do people look at the modern state of Israel as somehow biblically prophetic? Why why did they do that? Because in the 19th century, men came in with all this futurism. Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Millerites, Seventh-day Adventism. All of them had their false prophets in there. Every one of them. Those organized religions. All of them had false, false prophets in the midst of them. In the midst of that, they started taking an eschatology and pulling it back over the scriptures that they'd made up into a theology called dispensationalism. And I'm telling you, I have brothers... Look, if you're offended because I talk about dispensationalism, I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about an ideology, a theology. And I call men to repent from that. I was taught that. Never saw it when I went to the scriptures, though. When I had to go dig through the Scriptures myself, never seen it. Did I see dispensations? Yes. Did I see dispensationalism? No. And dispensationalism wants to rid, in general, it wants to rid the Old Testament from New Covenant believers. Now, they won't just come out and tell you that. They do that by their practice. They hardly, they hardly spend any time in the Old Testament extrapolating out how it speaks to Christ. They only want to stay in the New Testament. They want to do away with the law. The law, oh, the law is bad. We're under grace. We're in the dispensation of grace. Oh, yeah? Oh. Was God not dispensing grace before? Yeah. Sure he was. All throughout history. So, with that said here he wants to do that and you can see they're going to they're going to compromise on this you're going the, the american people are going to end up paying the 17.6 billion to israel for mike johnson and they're going to end up paying the 106 billion to ukraine to satisfy joe biden and they're going to compromise on it and say this is good for america it's good for america for your representatives who have a public trust because they're in a position of a public service to steal your money and give it to the people who have been lobbying them and funding them. And don't tell me they're not doing it on the Republican side, too. Oh, my goodness. We had a a report from uh, Alan McLeod over at Mint Press News. And I know everybody says, oh, they're leftists. You know what? Get both sides of the story. Get both sides of the story. I think Alan, from the stuff that I've seen, he tries to be fair about it, but he's very straightforward in it, too. And he, we've got an article on sunslibertymedia.com. All of your representatives in the United States who are being uh, lobbied and and uh, how should we say this? If they're giving them money, is it not a bribe? Whether it's a campaign contribution or anything else, isn't? I mean, isn't that what that ends up being? If it's a foreign entity doing, we've got Israel spending billions of dollars and giving it to our representatives. I want to ask. Since when did America say that our representatives could be uh, addressed by foreign entities in such a way? Lobbied, given money, wanting them to write legislation on their behalf. When did that happen? $17 billion. That's not, that's not all. Um, he told us that he's working for, he told us that. This was uh, this guy. I think he was from South Africa. He's the 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 um, South African um, media guy who's really you know causing a stink there in the White House press room, uh, calling that you know he doesn't get called on to ask questions and stuff. He gets picked over and all this other stuff. Look, look at what he said here. Mike Johnson claims there is insufficient evidence at the moment to initiate formal impeach- impeachment proceedings against President Biden. This is the same guy. I'm telling you, to me, it is a far more wicked thing to put yourself as this. Say, I'm a conservative, I'm a constitutionalist, I'm a Christian, all this other, and then you're really a devil. That is far more wicked than just to be a devil. And both of them are bad. Don't get me wrong. Both of them are bad. We had back in December, same thing. Johnson leads this. Again, betraying the people. Daniel McAdams. He wrote December the 14th. The U.S. House this morning joined the Senate in approving the massive... Trillion-dollar National Defense Authorization Act where congressional leadership snuck in authorization for the government to continue to illegally spy on U.S. citizens not suspected or accused of any crime in the House. Speaker Johnson only passed the bill with the assistance of Democrats, a move that cost his predecessor his job. Hmm. That's Johnson. That's Mike Johnson. This is the guy, you know, look, we had an article that was put out, I think it was by Pam McGeller when they elected him, they said, he's one of the good guys. And I didn't know really much about Mike Johnson, and I started looking, and I already saw the red flags going up, I'm like, I'm not so sure this is a good guy. And he's not. He's a lawless man. He will not follow the institution any more than Ilhan Omar will, any more than Donald Trump will, any more than Joe Biden will, any more than any of these guys. And I know this is not a hatred of the people. It's a hatred of their lawlessness. And I'm sorry, they have to be the ones to accept the punishment for that or the judgment for that. Why? Because they're the ones who engaged in it. And who's to bring that? The people are. The people are. So what's the difference? Well, let's take a look. We've seen over the past week, several videos come out with Ilhan Omar. She's told us she's a traitor. She's told it to us. I mean, she has said with her mouth the very definition of the word. This was the first one. This was um, <clears throat> This was her saying that she uses her position as a congresswoman for the benefit
2: of Somalia.
1: Okay, so I'm going to have to probably pause here. She said that uh, she's addressing a Somali crowd. She said we had to be organized brothers and sisters, people of the same blood, people who know they are Somalians first. Muslims, second, who protect one another, come to each other's aid and to the aid of other Muslims, too. But here's the thing. She's saying this in Minneapolis. She Not Minneapolis. Is she saying this in Minneapolis? She, I've got three videos I'm going to play here. She's talking to a Somali crowd, and I'm pretty sure they're in the U.S. They're Somalis first, not Americans. They're Somalis. And they're Muslims second. A couple of days ago, we heard some people who call themselves Somalis. They're from Somaliland. or they claim to be Somalis, they have signed an MOU with Ethiopia and access to the sea. She says she doesn't even know what an MOU is in Somali, an agreement. Well, if you don't know what it is, and you're going to talk about it, isn't that problematic? Uh, Anyway. Agreement. It's an agreement. (laughs) Yeah. And she says her grasp of the Somali language is atrocious. Why is that? Didn't she grow up in Somali? Somalia? (laughs) Didn't she grow up there? Yeah. Yeah. Why is it, why is her grasp of Somali language atrocious? Frankly, I thought it sounded like she's pretty fluent in it. What a shame. And, uh, and she says, many Somalians have personally called me to encourage me to speak to the U.S. government to thwart the MOU. And help Somalia. They wanted to know what the U.S. government could do for Somalia to ensure the MOU never turns into a full bilateral agreement. I, again, I ask, did the... I, you know, I, I again, I don't I don't even want to say the people electing. Somebody said... Yeah, you know, hi, from the Zionist state of South Carolina where Lindsey Graham is elected, you know, or something. Well, I didn't vote for him, but there's – and I got a question, and I don't doubt that there are people who voted for him. I've seen the signs up. I've seen people support. I haven't seen it for this lady. I haven't seen it for some of these other cats. I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen any support. So I can't say the people put her in here. I don't think the people did any more than they did Keith Ellison or, or the governor there in the state of Minnesota. I just, I don't see it. She said, my answer to Somalians was that the U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them
2: to do. Oh.
1: They will do what we want. To, she's talking about the U.S. government. That's the people, by the way. You're going to do what she wants, what the Somalis want, and nothing else. They must follow our orders, not the law, not the laws of the republic, not the laws of God, our orders. And that is how we will safeguard the interests of Somalia. We Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves that we call for the shots in the U.S.
2: What in the world?
1: We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., and have a real voice. Yes, you do, but you're a congresswoman who put your hand on something, I don't know what you put it on, and you swore. And God heard you, Ilhan. He heard you. He heard you make your, your false oath before him. He knew you were going to break it. And it says nothing in there about Somalia. It has nothing in there about stealing our money and sending it to other countries. Nothing. Just because you serve there and just because you pay taxes there doesn't mean you can just order whatever you want. I'm going to tell you, it's time the people put a smackdown on people like this. And Mike Johnson, by the way, too. One looks Middle Eastern. One looks European-American. One says he's a conservative, he's a Republican, he's for the law, and the other one says, nope, I'm for undermining the law and using it to advance things in my country. And there's more to this. I'm not going to play all of it because I've got a couple of more videos, and we may run over because I'm going to go back to this one on Johnson in just a minute. This was another one uh, that Ilhan Omar had. And, um, ah, I think I missed it. I think I got the wrong thing. Okay, so I, I'm going to try to pull it up again. Uh, Bradley played it. This was the one where Ilhan Omar uh, actually, you know, talked about uh, the president of Somalia, and um, when she did that, uh, she was basically... I mean, she's telling you in all of this that she is, she is a traitor. That she is working not on the behalf of Americans but on behalf of another country it's coming right out of her mouth now why somebody in Congress has not sought to remove her from her position based on what is just right in your face blatant treason she's coming out of her mouth is beyond me but this is what she said about the Somali president
2: in <laughs> our
1: so she's talking here.
2: She said, President Hassan Sheikh Mohammed. let us give him a warm
1: welcome, Minneapolis.
2: The president and I
1: have a special relationship.
2: I call him uncle, and he calls me his girl.
1: I don't know... I don't know if that's kind of an incestuous comment or not. Welcome to your home. Our home is your home. Welcome to Minneapolis. Mi casa, your casa. We are very happy that Hassan is our president. He's our president. Somalia is our home. It is home to all the people here. Well, then where are you people living at that she's talking to? Are you living in Somalia? If that's your home, why don't you go home? But you don't go home. You're in Minneapolis. You're in America. We do not feel that it is far from us.
2: Somalia is our
1: heart. It is in our hearts.
2: We always think about Somalia.
1: Well, here's the question, uh, Johan. If it's in your heart, and that's all you think about, why don't you do us a favor and get out of our Congress? Take your pals with you that it's in their heart. Take your pals with you and go back over there. If it's such a great country, go back over there. Quit ruining things for us because you're a degenerate adulterer. One that should be stoned under Sharia law, from what I understand. Why don't you go back over there to Somalia? Why don't you go into Saudi Arabia? Why don't you go into some of these other areas where they would do that to you, knowing of your adulteries? Why don't you go do that? Uh, nope, we're not going to do that. And the reason being is, and we found it out, um, I think it was Robert Spencer, he pointed out uh, that what she said was that her her desire was to use her position in the Congress in order to advance things for uh, Somalia, and then go back over there, once she's done. Once she's got what she wanted, to go back over there. Hmm. And here's the latest. Here's the latest video from uh, Ilhan. Treasonous Ilhan. Listen to what she has to say here.
2: No, in and Wadadisano.
1: She said she's an American migrant.
2: She's in the U.S. Congress. She's a Somali girl. A girl with your
1: lineage. Again, she's speaking to Somalis. A girl with your religion. Then was a young child taken from her country.
2: misses her country and wishes to live there.
1: Okay, so she's telling you what she wants. Then why are you here? What's keeping you? You got the money to go move? oh, no, she's going to use the American people's money. And she's going to use the American people and our Congress to advance what she wants to advance. Guys, that's, again, I didn't know Somalia was some kind of ally to the United States. And again, when I speak about countries, I speak about their governments, because nine times out of ten, you go somewhere, people people aren't mad at, People of other countries, they're living their lives. Some of them are struggling just to live through the day. And they don't, they're do not they not sitting here thinking about the political things. It's the guys who get the power. That's the problem. And they're the problem in our country just as much as they are in Somalia. So she misses her country, wants to live there, share it with his, with his people. I'm hopeful in the future that me and my children will be able to raise our kids. Wait, what? you and your children be, I think she meant you and the husband she committed adultery with will be able to raise her kids. I think that's what she meant. In this land where I was born and raised...
2: To make that possible, there is a
1: lot that we need work on together to make our land a more stable and prosperous place oh, that is felt by all. Ah, yes. We need we need Somalia to be prosperous. Now, how are we going to make it prosperous? Well, we're going to steal the, the American people's money because I got this position in Congress and I can put this legislation through and we can do all this stuff and nobody will ever know. But she's telling you. She's telling you. Now, stop for a minute, and I'm going to set this up, because we're going to play a video. It's going to go past the end of the show, because it's about 15 minutes, but it's on Mike Johnson. And I want to ask, I want, I want you, look, I know I've got dyed-in-the-wool Republicans here. I, I get it, okay? I'm not your enemy. I'm really not. I know some people think that I hate your political idols, and the like, sense. well, I do hate your idols, I do hate your idolatry, but I don't hate the people there. I, I don't. I simply point out who's on the side of the law, who isn't. And one of the things that we see here with both Speaker Johnson and um, Ilhan Omar here, what we see is that both are willing to engage in lawlessness. That's, all, that's my whole point here. If I go off on, on Biden and I point out all his lawlessness, which we did a little bit the other day, and I point out all his lawlessness, all of you listening to me, pretty much all of you, will cheer that on. You, yeah, he's a bad guy. But when I put my finger on the lawlessness of your political idol, oh, you're hating on him. Oh, how could you not see the difference? This is better than that. Still lawless. Still lawless. See, the Sons of Liberty, we're not, looking, we're not looking to compromise anything. We're looking to hold the standard up to us as well as them. And here's the fact of the matter. Bradley Dean nor Tim Brown asked for your vote. We come in here. It doesn't cost you anything to listen to us. If you want to help support us, you can do that. SonsofLibertyMedia.com. There's places for you to donate, and you can become a monthly supporter and all that other stuff. But what we give is free. It doesn't cost you anything. These guys go up there and they're going to get paid almost $200,000 a year. They're going to tell you that they're going to be a public servant for the public trust that the constitution outlines and then you hear things like what we read about Mike Johnson or what we what we just heard Ilhan Omar say. They have no intention of serving us. They're there to serve themselves. And I mean, at least Ilhan Omar is just blatantly honest about it. I'm here, I want to make things good for uh, Somalia, and then I want to go back there. That's what she wants to do. She's telling you right out in the open. Mike Johnson is doing it. He tells you he's pro-life, and then he sinks pro-life legislation. Now he tells you what he is about a Zionist. He does do that. Puts that in. Ugh. Do we got a spammer in the chat, guys? It seems like I got this again. Okay, so we're going to take it easy there. J649, JL649. I think you've spammed that enough. Just wanted to make sure. All right, so this is the last one. Now, I played this before, but it's been... I played this, I think, shortly after Mike Johnson got in office. It runs about 15 minutes, so I'm just going to play this. A few short words... Actually, I want to hit this before I do that. Why are these people there? They, they, are teaching, they are teaching a gospel of lawlessness, which is no gospel. It's not good news. It's bad news. And what happens when somebody comes in and teaches you things that are not true? They teach you things that are false. It's a way for God to test you to see if you love him or if you love the false prophet. Let me show you. Deuteronomy 13. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams or give it thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder come to pass... See, everybody's aware of the ones where it doesn't come to pass. You have a rock party with that guy, right? But this one is well, what if the sign or wonder comes to pass? Whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for, listen carefully, the Lord your God proveth you, or he's testing you to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. See, when we got these people come in, your response to their lawlessness shows whether you love God and love His law or whether you love yourself and you love these lawless people. Now, which one is it? Because it ain't both. Do you love the lawless even if they have a Republican jersey on? Do you love it? Do you justify it? Well, if their guys can do it, if the Democrats can do it, then our guys can do it. That is the spirit of the world. That is the spirit of Antichrist. It is throwing off the law and being a law to yourself. You're being your own false prophet. That's what you're doing. You really are. And so, music's a little loud there. So we're going to play this video, 15 minutes or so, we are close out, and uh, you can catch Bradley at 3, we'll see you back here in the morning, Lord willing, 6 a.m., talk to you then. You can catch us on SunCelebrityMedia.com, by the way, Rumble, and beforeitsnews.com. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio, and again, of course, we can talk about Ilhan Omar as being, you know, another foreign entity, one of many that have come in, not only to our Congress, but in our country, uh, and they're seeking to undermine the law. If they can undermine the law, they can then undermine the culture. And our culture's got a lot of problems. Look, it's got a lot of wickedness in it that we need to clear up, too. But there it is. All right? So this is the um, this was put together. You know, Mike Johnson says he's pro-life. Now, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I know a lot of pro-life people who actually want to end abortion. Everywhere. They want to end it. But Mike Johnson is not an abolitionist. He's not that. And this video is going to show it to you. And then I leave, it, I leave it for you to answer. I can't answer it for you. I have no authority over you to make you think a certain thing. I don't. I just put the information out there, and then you have to determine. If you want to argue with me about what they're saying, what they're doing, you're wasting your breath. We know what they say. We know what they do. We do. So here is this video. Now, this was made um, to show you what Mike Johnson was... Because here's the thing. When I ask what's the difference between Mike Johnson and Ilhan Omar, we know they're both thieves. They steal the people's money and send it to their favorite foreign country. One of them is a Zionist, one of them's a Muslim. Zionism is not Christianity. It's not. If you think there's such thing as a and I hear the people with the Judeo-Christian thing, you know, we've already had that kind of conversation. Um but I, I, I know the historical use of the term Judeo, and I think it's I think that's it's not a good thing. But I also understand how Bradley puts it forth of Judeo and you know, being in our history uh, Romans two, you know the oracles. How how is you know how does the Jew have an advantage? Well, they were given the oracles of God, and he goes back to there. And I I would agree with that assessment, but in the modern use of the word, which it is a modern word, twentieth uh, century Jews used it to identify their religion, and they would hyphenate it with their nationality, so they'd be a Judeo Pole or a Judeo German or whatever. Now we're combining it as though there's there's two religions together, and I I think that's I think that's pro- that becomes problematic and it becomes confusing. Uh, so we've had a conversation about that. Riley and I have had a conversation about that. Um, but here's Mike, and he claims to be for saving babies. But that's not really the case. In fact, he's the enemy. He's one of the enemies of life. Take a listen
3: rallies and protests. One of the most heated abortion debates in Louisiana ground to a halt. Good evening, everyone. I'm Katie Moore and I'm Cherise Gibson. Now, thanks for watching us. The debate got heated this evening at the Capitol as lawmakers debated
2: the bill that could charge people for getting an abortion with murder, but in the end, lawmakers voted to strip away all of the most controversial language from that bill, and then they tabled it without a vote.
4: Surprisingly, you have established pro-life organizations and our pro-life Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, to thank for blocking the Louisiana bill that would have identified a baby in the womb as a person.
5: As a pastor, I was trying to warn other pastors and other Christians that the pro-life establishment didn't actually believe what the Christian Church has always believed when it comes to the preborn in the womb. I was trying to tell people that they were saying from the very top, the leaders of the pro-life industry were saying from the very top that they believed that the mother was a victim.
3: So the pro-life movement, for the you know almost fifty years that it's been in existence, has never called for, at least never officially, not as a movement, there might be a couple voices out there, um, have never called for punishing the woman who gets the abortion.
4: Again, you have pro-life leaders, legislators, and even pastors, as we will see later in this video, to thank for more babies in the womb not seeing the light of day in Louisiana.
3: House Bill 813 was not seen as palatable or even constitutional by politicians on both sides of the aisle. They came to an agreement tonight, but not without fierce debate on the House floor. Representative Danny McCormick's highly controversial anti-abortion bill was gutted by fellow Republicans Thursday.
4: Did you hear that? It was not the Democrats, but the Republicans who stopped the equal protection bill.
3: Representative Alan Seba led the charge with an impassioned speech on the House floor that called House Bill 813 problematic and unconstitutional. Pro-life and pro-choice protesters gathered in the...
1: I got a question. <clears throat> How is a bill... That protects life. How is that problematic and unconstitutional? The Declaration of Independence started out among these rights that God gave our life. <laughs> I, these people, I, I don't know if they've seared their conscience and they don't know what reality. I, I just, I don't. I, it's, it just uh
3: The rotunda before the vote, including groups from Oklahoma, Texas, and Arizona. Jeff Durbin is from Phoenix, Arizona.
5: We were able to get bills into Arizona, Texas, South Carolina, Colorado, Pennsylvania, and also Louisiana.
3: He disagrees with pro-life groups in Louisiana who condemned the original bill and applauded the amendment. Some House Republicans call it the death of a bad bill. Keep
4: these two gentlemen in mind as you watch this video because they have stepped into uncharted territory that only a few have dared to step into, with one goal in mind, to save the most vulnerable human beings, babies in the womb, from those who
5: seek lives. The pro-life establishment has been thwarting actively, stopping the bills of the abolition of abortion consistently and across the board. Many Christians don't understand that we had a historic moment in the state of Louisiana A bill of equal protection that went into the state of Louisiana to protect all human life from the moment of fertilization equally. It's a very simple bill. This bill actually made it to the hearing. This bill passed the hearing overwhelmingly.
3: The House Criminal Justice Committee approved McCormick's bill seven to two last Wednesday. Thank you, Committee. It now heads to the House floor Thursday for debate. If the bill passes, the House Thursday will go to the Senate for a vote and then to Governor John Bell Edwards' desk. He historically takes a pro-life stance, but he has not said whether he would veto this bill or not.
5: The week before the actual votes, we had the legislators in Louisiana looking at the bill saying, well, we're pro-life. This is the most pro-life bill we've ever seen. It's consistent. Of course we'll pass it. And then that week, the establishment came in.
3: Multiple prominent pro-life groups have come out against the bill, including Louisiana Right to Life.
4: When a pro-life organization says that a woman is a victim, it eliminates the need for repentance for what they did to their unborn child. Exactly right. disturbing that pro-life organizations are the ones opposing bills that would have protected babies in the womb. I started writing bills for my state and then other states around the country and seeing these bills submitted by legislators. And guess who's the chief proponents coming out and attacking these bills? It's been the pro-life movement that's been coming out and killing these bills. All these bills do is say, hey, that same law, yeah, that applies to people before they're born. Thank They're you Madam hypocrites Chair and members of the is what
5: committee. they are. I'm Reverend Jeff Durbin. I'm the head of End Abortion Now. This particular bill is just a bill of equal protection. That's it. It says something that's unassailable. What's in the womb, of course, we believe is in the image of God. What's in the womb, incontrovertibly, is a unique, distinct human being. We've been here in history before, uh, members, only it was a different kind of human. We used to say, I know it looks like a person. It's not a person. It's a black man. We drew a circle around ourselves and said, it's human technically, but we can kill them, we can abuse them. They did it also in Germany. They said, I know it looks like a human. It's not a human. It's a Jew. We all look back at those atrocities and that evil and tyranny, and we say it's wicked. It's happening in our day. What this bill says is unassailable. What's in the womb is human from the moment of fertilization. I call you to establish justice. I call you to do your duty before God. I call you to repent repent. Turn to Christ, establish justice, do what's right before God. There's a day of judgment in history ahead of us. I Please I want to do thank you right. so
3: much for your testimony.
5: Missouri, where we, had, we got a committee hearing there, and then there were only two spots to testify against the bill. And guess
4: who it was? It was the pro-life lobby.
3: Thank you, Madam Chair, members of the committee. For the record, Susan Klein representing Missouri Right to Life. Um, I'm going on record in opposition to the prosecution of women.
4: And the number one source of opposition have come has come from these very groups that we saw here today. And so, um, yeah, they've, they've exposed, I think, themselves for, you know, what they really
0: believe and who they really are. Members of the committee, Samuel Lee with Campaign Life Missouri to testify in opposition to Senate Bill 356.
4: In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. This is not Pastor Jeff or Brian accusing pro-life organizations, but you have heard these people publicly oppose bills that would designate babies in the womb as humans, which is how God sees them. We read the entire HB 813 bill, and it is straightforward. Unborn persons will be granted the same rights as born persons.
0: I honestly thought that Mike would be uh, one of the few elected officials who would support a bill of equal protection. I anticipated that he would be on our side, so I was really shocked when he was not. In fact, um, the reason that Alan Seaball had such a dramatic change in his position inside of a week when he's shouting, absolutely, voting in favor of HB 813. Representative
5: Seaball, Absolutely. Yes.
0: And then a week later on the House floor, leading the charge to kill the bill and apologizing to all the legislators for for helping advance this bill.
3: House Bill 813 coward. has a number
0: of problems. This guy is a guess coward. What? That's why. We already
3: why. have laws which are going to go into effect when Roe v.ersus Wade is overturned. So we don't need this bill.
0: I had had a private conversation with Alan Seabaugh, and he told me that the reason that he had changed his position and was now going to kill the bill was because Mike Johnson called him and told him to kill the bill. It was a bad bill. And It was Mike Johnson's idea to gut the bill with the Seabaugh amendment. It was Alan who helped us get the bill to the House floor vote. And then at Mike Johnson's urging, Allen killed the very bill that he had fought with us. Uh, One by one, uh, supporters of our bill uh, were telling me that they couldn't support it any longer because Mike Johnson had contacted them and told them not to support HB 813 any longer. Mike Johnson.
4: To hear that Speaker Mike Johnson not only opposed the bill, but influenced legislators to scrap it is a real punch to the gut. As the saying goes call a spade a spade. What he did was sinful, and Christians must not rationalize or make excuses for him. Yes, we should pray for our elected leaders because they are not perfect, but equally important, we must
0: hold them accountable. I I remember the first phone call I got was from uh, Dr. Will Hall, who leads the Office of Public Policy for the Louisiana Baptist Convention, of which my church is a part of. Dr. Hall had testified in committee in favor of HB 813. I remember that.
5: Mr. Chairman members, I'm Dr. Will Hall. I'm the director for the Office of Public Policy with the Louisiana Baptist Convention. I would say this, that indeed Louisiana Baptists are pro-life from the womb through eternity. And so we would urge you to protect the innocent in the womb and pass HB 813. Thank
0: you very much. He said, this is what we believe is Louisiana Baptist. This is what scripture requires, equal protection for children in the womb. Will called me and he said um, said, I can't support the bill any longer. He told me that Mike told him not to support the bill. And with that, the support of the Louisiana Baptist Convention and its 1600 churches evaporated. And then I began getting text messages and phone calls from members of the Louisiana House of Representatives who would be voting on this bill. And they told me I can't support the bill anymore. Why? Some, Some of them had personally um, sponsored the bill. I remember the Louisiana Conservative Caucus in the House of Representatives, it was over 40 members who personally signed their name saying that they were going to support HB 813. And now they're contacting me saying, I can't, I can't vote for the bill. Mike Johnson told me not to. Yeah. And one after one, I watched an overwhelming majority of members of the Louisiana legislature who were going to pass HB 813 and make it law tell me they couldn't do it because Congressman Mike Johnson told them not to.
4: When Mike Johnson was elected Speaker of the House, we made a video celebrating a fellow Christian and pro-lifer occupying such an important position. But it is disappointing to learn that he opposed a pro-life bill mainly for political reasons. Truthfully, this is why many people don't trust politicians.
5: He says that he's pro-life. He says that he believes publicly. He says that he believes that life begins at fertilization, that all human life should
0: be protected. He says that's what he believes when he's speaking to the television cameras, when he's speaking to pro-life voters, when he's speaking to donors.
4: Obviously, I don't need to cite volumes of medical journals to prove the fact that an unborn child is a human being. From the earliest stages of development, the unborn are distinct, living, and whole human beings. They are nonetheless equal because they share a common human nature. Humans have value simply because they are human. And if you deny this... It's difficult to say why objective human rights should
0: apply to anyone. But the truth is, he fought to kill a bill that would do just that.
4: Sadly, many pro-life politicians are willing to support pro-life bills, provided those bills won't harm their political interests. Mike Johnson and high-ranking pro-life leaders pressured the Louisiana lawmakers to oppose HB 813 bill, not because they disagreed with it, but because the bill could cost them politically.
0: And Mike Johnson told me he agrees with equal protection. So he, agreed. he said, Of course, preborn children need equal protection, but we can't do it. Because if we pass a bill that totally bans abortion by giving children equal rights in the womb, then Republicans would lose elections, we would lose seats in US Congress, we would lose seats in the state legislature. And he said, It's just too costly politically. We can't totally ban abortion. We can't abolish abortion because it'll cost us political power.
4: Who are these two gentlemen? Jeff Durbin and Brian Gunter are well-respected gospel preachers with a good track record of fighting to protect unborn babies. Jeff Durbin is the lead pastor of Apologia Church and the co-host of Apologia Radio and Apologia TV. In addition, Jeff runs a nonprofit organization whose mission is to work with local churches and state legislation to protect preborn babies. We learned about Jeff's work earlier this year through our YouTube community. Vision Unsealed financially supported their work because we believe that life is precious in the sight of the Lord, including the lives of unborn babies. Brian Gunter is the pastor of First Baptist Church in Livingston, Louisiana. Like Jeff Durbin, Pastor Brian Gunter has fought and continues to fight for babies who can't fight for themselves.
0: Brian Gunter, pastor and messenger from First Baptist Church in Livingston, Louisiana. Uh, as I discussed with Tom, the chair of the resolutions committee, I would like to offer my resolution on equal protection for preborn children.
4: For a Christian to say that an unborn child should not be protected just like any other human being is willfully ignorant, plainly evil, or not a Christian. In Jeremiah 1 verse 5, God sanctified and ordained Jeremiah to be a prophet while he was still in the womb. God identified Jeremiah as a person even before he was born. Listen to how the Word of God describes a baby in the womb in Psalm 139. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. Psalm 139, verses 13 to 14, Regardless of the circumstances leading to the pregnancy, every child in the womb is fearfully and wonderfully made by God. The lives of all babies are beautiful in the sight of the Lord, and no one, including the mother, has the right to take any life. And anyone who does will give an account to God on the day of judgment. Lastly, to any mother who has gone through the experience of ending a pregnancy— Please know that Jesus will forgive and cleanse you from all unrighteousness if you repent. Just like the woman caught in the act of adultery in John 8, Jesus neither condemned her nor condoned her sin, but he told her to go and sin no more. Don't live with the guilt of your sin. For the full video, head over to the Apologia Studios channel. Please support the work they do to save the lives of babies. Please help us spread biblical
1: truth. Subscribe. Okay, all right, yeah, and and support those guys. I mean, Jeff Durbin does do this. I mean, we've tried to get him on the show. I've had a couple of interactions with him on uh, uh, texting, but I think he is just so busy, he just doesn't have time for that. He's driven by what he's doing right there. And uh, these men are standing up. But this shows you the difference, that there is no difference when it comes to this. Ilhan Omar supports the, the murder of the unborn, too. Matter of fact, she supports the murder of the born, the young, the middle-aged, the elderly. Why? Because she wanted to make sure that people in her state, when she was a state rep in Minnesota, she wanted to make sure that if a guy went over and fought for ISIS or any of these others and killed people and he came back, or he didn't come back but he got killed over there, that the insurance companies had to pay the families for his death. And she supports the the choice to murder your baby. So what's any different, really, when we really get down to it, what's the difference between Mike Johnson and Ilhan Omar? Il- Ilhan Omar is a wicked woman, no question about it. But it's even more wicked to be deceptive the way Johnson is. I'm a Christian. I'm pro-life. I'm going to kill these bills. I'm going to take your money and spend it, even though I'm not authorized to spend it. I'm going to give it to an antichrist state. I'm a Christian. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. That, to me, is far more wicked than the person who just tells you who they are and what they're doing. Far more wicked. And boy, we got them. We call them rhinos. And why do? Why are we mad at them? Because they say they're one thing, and they do something else. And what does James say? James says that kind of faith that you proclaim, but you don't live out, it's dead. It's dead. It doesn't have any works that go with it. You don't show us your faith by your works. You, you these Mike Johnson and people like him are showing their lack of faith by their works. Their lack of faith. Ilhan Omar is showing us what kind of a traitor she is to come into our country, to get into a position of authority, and to work on behalf of another state outside of our country. If you're one of those people that still think There's not a uniparty here. Go look at some of our other stuff we've done. Step back and look at it. This is not a thing of I told you so. That's not what this is. It's a thing of putting the information out there and getting people to realize you're being hoodooed by the guys that say they're on our side. We already know who the bad guys are. We know them. We already... I don't have to convince you of that. And this is what is somewhat frustrating, okay... I don't have to convince you the guys with the letter D on their shirt are usually attacking the foundations. The problem is convincing you the guys that claim they're the good guys, the Republicans, they uphold the law, they're for life, blah, blah. You heard Johnson and then he shoots down the thing. That's our problem. They are the same thing. And it's only when the people repent that they'll put they'll bring justice on it. When they realize they're the law, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15, you are the enforcers of the law. No boys in blue, no boys in brown, no feds in any agency are mentioned in the Constitution as the enforcers of the law. The militia is. The Constitution militia. And the very thing I talked about before, we're going to see if we can probably bring this up and talk a little bit about it tomorrow. i got to read some more stuff. Um, but this new bill that's come out to stop all paramilitary uh, organizations in the U.S. that would include the constitutional that's what they want to target that's what they want to target but here's the thing men I don't care what bill they pass it's lawless you need to get together in your communities you need to get together in your communities and the women will encourage you to do it I know they will they will encourage you to be men we have to take our responsibility. Yet we haven't been taught. Yet we haven't been shown. Yet we don't really see a lot in, in the flesh of what that entails. This is why I encourage people to go to Tactical Civics. Read the history. See what the duties are. Whether you agree with every little thing is irrelevant. Forget that. Quit being sticklers and nitpicky over you know the gnats and swallow in the camels go down there and be educated then put it in practice in your sphere of influence in the, in the community of men that you have living around you that you go to church with or you work with or whatever you can get and and uh, Sherry you're exactly right I think Sherry said it in the chat maybe it wasn't no it was Carol, it was Carol Ann you don't have any of these men doing it then find one and make one be one. Find, find some young men and make them into men. vodi Balkum had a book about that when he's talking about his daughter get married. If you don't have a godly man, you got one who's at least willing to listen, take that guy and make him into a godly man. Pour yourself into him. Pour yourself into men in your community. We need that, guys. Yeah, God can just zap things with lightning if that's what he wants to do. He can take people out all he wants to, and sometimes he does that. But the normal means that he deals with deals with it is through the people. That's the normal means he deals with it. Go back in Scripture, you'll see it. Go back in history and you'll see it. Bad guys rise up. It's always people who deal with them. It's always people who deal with them. Guys, have a great day. Uh, hopefully we're going to talk about that in the morning. At least that's where my mind is right now. If things change, we'll, we'll change it up. But that's I want to go with that, with that bill that's out. Uh, I don't even know how serious anybody's taking it, but the fact that it's been put up front... Um, and this is going towards paramilitary um, organizations and things like that, and I can easily see them, you know, they they write law all the time to undermine the law. Every gun law that D.C. has written is illegal. It's unlawful. It seeks to regulate your keeping and bearing of arms. Every one of them. They weren't authorized to write it. The Patriot Act and light things to where uh, they can just spy on you when they want. Or asset forfeiture, we talked about before, the violation of the Fifth Amendment. They just write stuff in there that undermines the law that's already written. We've got to put a stop to it. we got to put a stop to it. And that happens locally. It really does. Don't, ask, don't believe me? Ask some of those guys up in Michigan for sure. Because <laughs> they're busy about doing it locally. And they're, yeah, has it been tough? Have there been... Battles that they've lost have been things that they learned in the process of losing? Yep. But they're starting to take some ground now. And I'm going to tell you, guys out there in Michigan, you're doing that, and other parts of the country, listen to me carefully. You ready? Don't let the people who get stuck on this little theological thing or that one, or they're just a bunch of do-nothings, listen, don't let them discourage you. They're not doing anything anyway. They want to show people that they know a lot of stuff. But when it comes to being holy, where do you hear the talks about that? You don't hear it. When it comes to really talking about how what we have as solutions and answers for some of the problems that we're facing today, you don't hear that. You just hear about how much they know. You're the answer, people. You, all of you listening to me. You're the answer. Now, some people get mad at that because I'm not promoting their favorite political idol as the answer because they're not. That's the deception. Too many people still think those running for office, those getting in office are the solution. They're not. You are. You are. And when you get that, it is empowering. It is empowering. And that empowerment should lead toward the demonstration of love for your fellow man and love for God by pushing to uphold his commands, his statutes, and his judgments, and the laws which are in line with his commands, statutes, and judgments. Anything else outside of that is not his. It's not his, and we should be promoting that. Bradley be with you at 3. We'll see you back here in the morning, Lord willing, 6 a.m., and we're going to probably talk about that bill. We might talk about something else, but we're probably going to talk about that that bill that's been pushed forth that I can see real clearly is, is there only to shut down the constitutional militia and be the foundation for ridding us of any ability to fight against the tyrants? Uh, We'll talk about that, Lord willing, in the morning. See you then.